go. Can everybody hear? Yeah, there's a weird feeling. Yes. <laughs> what, your voice? First timer? Yeah. I, I have yeah. not experienced this, but cool. I always tell people, uh, or I'm going to start telling people, I say I always tell them. I already started off with a lie. <laughs> I always tell people, my, my daughter would be like, you don't ever say you that. Know, I'm I've like, never heard you say that. Well, word. I'm going to start saying it. Yeah. Uh, no, is get in, right? Because when you put these headphones, you feel like you're getting into something, like a booth or something, yeah. right? Like a sound booth. It you feel like you're con- Yeah, I feel like yeah, you're connected yeah. in. Can I hear you? Yeah. Steven? Can you hear me? I can hear you. I'm here. You. I just took the first sip of this beer. Uh, Don't tell anybody. We're supposed to cheers, right? Oh, yeah. Dude, come on. <laughs> All right. You started uh, off this thing before. Uh, <laughs> I did say we were rolling, so, <laughs> yeah, so he took true. that as a cue, but uh, we're good. That was a perfect intro, actually. <laughs> cheers, guys. Right. Cheers. Thanks we are here in uh, Gilbert. At uh, where you're transplanted back into the Pacific Northwest, however, not only with what our background is and and the the smell of cheeses, right, and the chocolates and Many the beers, <laughs> we're here at uh, Wicked Rain. Yeah. Dude, thanks for for joining us on the show. And who are you? We, uh, yeah, no, we're <laughs> glad you're here. We've been wanting yeah. here for a while, so this is uh, this is great for us as well. My name's Tony uh, Newman. My wife and I own Wicked Rain. And, yeah. Uh, we opened this, oh boy, end of March, so about eight months this year. Uh, this year? Yeah. Dang. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So we're just getting moving, but. Not too far away from the one year? We're getting there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It makes me nervous, but. Um, Nervous, why? Because you're going to have to throw a big shim yeah, take for it? Yeah, because then there's responsibilities, right? <laughs> yeah. we, we Expectations, gotta, we gotta, man. we got to make stuff happen and do yeah. fun things, and, uh, you know, that's great, but it's, it's a lot of pressure. And sure. Anxiety comes along. Yeah. But, uh, well, we're going to run you through the ringer on the show. All, so. first, all first birthdays, <laughs> lots of pressure. Yeah, right? I remember yeah. my kid's first joint birthday because they're two years apart, uh-huh. and the family coming in town. I got hammered on mimosa. So <laughs> learning a lesson, right? Pace yeah, yourself on yes. it. <laughs> uh, so th- that's the lesson, right? First, don't get hammered on mimosas for your first anniversary. Yeah, I don't drink uh, those, but yeah, yeah, good lesson <laughs> for sure. Yeah, yeah. Well, so Tony, uh, where are we exactly in Gilbert? Where, where, what are the cross streets? So we are Baseline and Gilbert. Okay. Uh, we're in the um, township plaza um, kind of complex. Okay. So By fries. fries right next yeah. to us. Yeah, yeah. So we got a lot of people... Um, Going to fries and stopping on their way, yeah, back and on their way too. So, I love it. And I was telling Eric the reason we're down here is this is one of my favorite spots to stop as I'm running errands. I'm an east side right. guy. Everybody knows Eric's a, a north side guy. Yeah, but I come in here first time I came in and I was like, this is a beautiful spot. The mural. We've got the the pint glass lounge as mm-hmm. you call it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, that just looks stunning when you walk in. And you got just everything is really well put together. But I want to know the story between behind the the pint glass lounge. Yeah, I, just, I looked up and I was like, "What the heck is that?" <laughs> so I mean, I've been collecting uh, pint glasses for twenty years, okay, ish. Yeah, and uh, you know, every time we move homes, I'm taking all these stupid pint glasses with me. Yeah, I, th- I know this story. I, it's right? similar. Yeah, and it's just getting more massive and more massive. And so, you know, I think uh, when we finally decided we wanted to do something like this, like we needed to figure out a way to get these out of the house and bring it to There's a reason the you were collecting them, right? There was. Yeah. I mean, from, yeah, um, from pretty early on, we knew we were going to do something. Yeah. Um, and we knew we were going to share these with everybody. And there's a lot of history up there because mm-hmm. – 
a lot of these places uh, are not around anymore. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool when I get people from, you know, the Northwest and they see some of these old breweries that they used to visit that yeah. aren't around anymore. But essentially, yeah, I mean, it's every brewery that I've ever visited that sells a traditional pint glass yeah. Yeah. Um, from the Pacific Northwest or Arizona. I know that's that. That's the, uh, the, the addiction of going to breweries or visiting shops is bringing home the glassware. But oh, yeah. After a while, you start realizing, okay, where do I put it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I started with, yeah. I mean, I got into a growler thing for a a hot uh-huh. minute and uh, that got to be too uh, too much space yeah and so for I sure stop that so i mean i probably got five at home and that's you know where we're gonna stick um, yeah. but yeah these uh <laughs> we didn't really know how we were going to incorporate it into the bar um but uh we were talking to the architect and uh they said well why don't we put them in like a chandelier or something yeah so um, they had connections with this great place up in scottsdale that does um custom yeah. you might have to tell them i'm looking at it all all three levels are completely filled so yes you might be well, calling them soon for a fourth yeah. well so <laughs> i do have room uh we have filled the uh spaces uh with wicked rain glasses nice. and there's a couple seahawk glasses oh, okay there. okay so some placeholders uh, correct um so unless you're studying it you're really not going to see yeah. it but yeah i have got yeah. thanks um, steven probably <laughs> don't look too hard uh there's like six or seven in the back that i need to get up there and stuff but yeah they built this chandelier and it just worked out great and you can actually rent out the lounge beneath it so if you have a party oh you know uh, ah. a little something going on yeah you'll get reading uh, material correct you get table service yeah uh, you know so it's pretty oh nice pretty swanky yeah you know? yeah right in the center there too right i like that the, the whole space is just it's just a beautiful space Thank and you. i didn't even really spend any time outside Right, you have these, this huge garage door that opens up for, I can say people that are not watching the video, but even the people watching the video can't see it. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, it's, uh, uh, the garage door is really important. It's very brewery-esque. Yeah. You know, yeah. I knew that uh, we needed to have a garage door in some capacity. This was all just pane glass, and we tore that out, put a big-ass garage door there. And uh, so when that's open, it's a real you know, fluid uh, indoor-outdoor experience. Yeah. It all just seems like one big open space. You know, this, this outdoor bar area sink thing, I mean, this... Really was inspired by a lot of the breweries uh, in Arizona. Uh, okay. They have this fantastic outdoor um, space, so we really wanted to highlight that here. Yeah. Take advantage of the sun and heck yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, can't really do that too much in Seattle. Yeah, and we and <laughs> we are entering <laughs> we're entering prime patio weather season too. For sure. I mean, yeah. This is a, a great spot to catch a couple pints on the patio while you're running. I'm supposed when, to be running when the areas. weather's nice, it is way more full out there than it yeah. is in here. So you'll come out here yeah. and you'll think it's empty. Everybody's outside. Yeah. So yeah. it's super cool. Um, the lighting's on point. I mean, we really spent a lot of time making sure that that felt really homey and cozy and yeah. Um, stuff so just got our heaters out there for the for the chill so i see it's the contrasting of arizona though right i see a mister and a and a heater yep. within like two feet and then a heater right next to it <laughs> yeah, exactly so we're prepared. sometimes you use them both in the same day right that's sometimes. the weird transition months <laughs> i love that but i love the outdoor bar kind of thing right where you can open up those doors and sit at the bar yeah. where you're inside but you're still kind of outside yeah, yeah. you know my wife is like she will be out in the middle of a field no shade i'm like i need shade yeah i'm a big dude <laughs> Like I need a little bit of shade, right? So that's the perfect. That's perfect. Yeah, um, I, yeah. I can't sit in the sun either. So yeah. we got the shades that come down because we're facing west, so the sun does blast you for about twenty minutes. But um, we try and keep that at bay you know, yeah. as best we can. So, but yeah, it's a it's a shaded patio, and uh, everybody seems to gravitate outdoors. We got little fire pits in the corners, so it's kind of. 
cozy for the yeah. uh, for the folks that just want to you know. I'd say really not a, camping. As I'm yeah. looking around, I keep thinking about it. It's like there's not a bad seat in the house. You could be hanging out at yeah. the the pint glass lounge, or you could be on the patio looking in at the beautiful mural. There's like kind of these Godfather esque booths. Oh yeah, and, and, and I like those. Yeah. yeah. Uh huh. Yeah. It, it, yeah, it's very it's spaced out <laughs> yeah. very nicely. I love spaced. it. Well, so well, let's back up a little bit. So, are, where are you from? Uh, where are you from originally? From Seattle. From Seattle. Yeah. Okay. Moved here uh, about four years ago. Your wife as well. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Originally from the Philippines. Okay. Uh, she moved when she was um, uh, twelve or okay. something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I grew up in Seattle. Gotcha. You guys met in Seattle mm-hmm. then? Yeah? yeah. 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 What was the path? Like, what what was before? <clears throat> we were this? in banking together. Okay. So we were both. Uh, personal bankers and uh we ended up working at the same spot one day and um yeah yeah just, uh, <laughs> gravitated to each other and, yeah uh, was yeah. beer involved was beer as far as love of beer with me sure. yeah, uh, yeah she ironically doesn't drink which, okay which is okay. why she's kind of the business end of this uh, and the sure. beer end. yeah uh, but yeah, it, that's it, a good yin to yang. Right? It, it is. Mean, it mm-hmm. really is. You know? Yeah. So I think uh, if we were both, you know, consuming all the time, not as much would get done. Ah, <laughs> thousand percent. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. A lot yeah. of stuff gets pushed till tomorrow. Yeah. 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 I feel like the three of us each have counterparts that keep us from one hundred percent. One hundred percent. So, ba- like in banking, and, and did you like it? Like, did you like this the path that you were on, or were you always kind of um, banking? Yeah, I started in banking when I was. Uh, 20. Okay. Um, and, uh, you know, I went as far as I wanted to go. I got into um, you know, personal banking, then got into home loans and you know, mortgages and all that kind of stuff, and then ended up uh, opening a mortgage company. But, you know, it just really wasn't um, fulfilling for me. So, okay. to answer your question, no, I didn't really like my path. Yeah. Um, she continued on and ended up being a, a vice president at uh, Wells Fargo. Oh, and nice. Basically, went as high as you could possibly go yeah. um, until she you know burned out and got sick of the whole thing because that's a lot of responsibility when you sure. got you know 11 branches and 100 plus employees and yeah um, it's just an enormous amount of stress so um, she was able to take a step back at that point we were married um, and then uh, I had transitioned into the car business uh, which is where I had been prior to opening this for the last 20 years okay so we were able to bring her home and um, kind of rethink what her path is going to be and yeah uh, I continued on in the car business for 20 years. By in uh, being a fan of craft beer the whole time, like where were you like? Uh, I, I know the the answer for him and I, but anywhere yeah. I go on a trip, it's like I I have to hit at least these three places. Yeah, you know, if not 20. She knows that. <laughs> yeah, uh, I do yeah. have to uh, intertwine that with things for her. So sure. I'm like on yeah. the way to that store that you want to go to. Uh, we're yeah. gonna make a quick stop right here. Uh, we are so, so like very carefully, yeah. carefully planned. Yes. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's it's never all about me. It's always about both of us. So I try and be very strategic about that's, it. That's um, the key. She's man. totally got me figured out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's like, <laughs> yeah, I know what you're doing. Yeah. That is okay. a good. That is a good point. Because I feel like we don't. It's not that we do it differently because we think it's the right thing. We just we we know we're gonna get in trouble if we don't. Right. Yeah. <laughs> But it's, it's, you bring up a good point. It's very important when you're going somewhere to experience these new breweries. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. huge for me. And for me to go to a new state uh, or something and not visit these places and not, you know, Google my list and put a strategy together would just, yeah. would, um, it, 
it just wouldn't feel right. I, yeah. I you know? find it just so like uh, experiencing the culture of a particular area. If you're going on vacation yeah. and you're like, oh, I want to check out the breweries. Yeah, you're checking out the breweries, but you're also seeing how people live their lives day to day. What's the customer service like? What's the story of the brewery? Yeah. Because everything is so unique and it kind of just helps paint a better picture of, uh, you know, what your vacational experience is like. At least that's this is how I pitch it. I'm right? in. I'm in. Yeah. I'm right. in. Like, yeah. <laughs> on our way to this antique shop, there's this beautiful brewery on the way. Yeah. You know, I think they have you know. antique things. Uh-huh. Yeah. There was an antique thing you could take cool. a picture you're just with. Gonna, yeah. Oh, you're just going to drop me off now. Okay. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> We've done yeah. that uh, before. So that, that works pretty well. Sometimes. Yeah. Uh, the drop off, but yeah. the old drop off, yeah, uh, yeah. Take your time, honey. Yeah, I'll be fine. Yeah, just, yeah. I mean, don't worry about me. But but it's a good point though because uh, uh, to me, I've found and I actually heard somebody talking about this one day. Is they were talking just overheard this conversation. They were saying when they go to a new town, they check out the breweries and they get the best suggestions for coffee, pizza, for breakfast, sure. all that kind of stuff. Right? They're not, you know, it's not the concierge necessarily. The you know that's. Saying, oh, you should go to this place yeah. because we have this connection with them. It's like, no, this is, you know, these are the coolest spots. Right. You know, right. And it's not great. always about the beer. I mean, it's like you said, it's about the experience. I want, yeah. I want to see and experience these places. I really don't care if the beer is not that great. Right. You know? Sure. I'm going to drink it yeah. anyway. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> exactly. I just, I want to sit there. I want to, I want to, you know, I want to talk to the guys and I want to just uh, experience the whole culture. Yeah. That yeah. isn't necessarily next door to me. Yeah. I don't want to drive into San Diego and go eat at Olive Garden and, you know, have Denny's for <laughs> right. breakfast. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like you go out yeah. and yeah. you want to experience, you know, what people are passionate about and that's yeah. local small businesses and breweries. And it gives you an idea too, especially with breweries themselves. It gives you a little bit of an insight into, um, uh, like kind of the agricultural scene, right? You know, mm-hmm. if they're if they're ever like, oh, on our menu we have this burger that is, you know, fed from the grains that we use, you know, our, our spent grains. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. you can kind of get a little bit of an idea. Oh, yeah, they use prickly pear a lot. Must be prevalent in this area, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, the story's important. Once again, this is all just us telling yeah. ourselves so we can just keep <laughs> drinking beer. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> But speaking of this, what is this? This is fantastic, man. Um, a very, very I'm, good. I'm idea. in love with it. Yeah, I, I, absolutely. After, since the first premature sip I yeah. took before the cheers. <laughs> yeah, and I actually believe you guys. I don't think you're just uh, horsing around here. This Mm-mm. is this is good. I, I think it's certainly the best um, IPA we've had. Um, and this is one of your babies. This is a collaboration. Yeah. Here. So our buddies up at uh, Stoop in Seattle. We've known them for nine years since before they opened. Yeah. And, um, uh, our first goal in bringing beer from the Northwest to Arizona was to get Stoop here. So uh, we did that and um, just got to talking and just like, well, what if we you know, get together and you know, do a beer? Yeah. And I just thought that would be too hard because obviously they're in Washington and we're here. Yeah. Um, but we made it happen. Yeah. yeah. So we flew up. Um, I put a recipe together with the, um, uh, the head brewer owner up there. Um, and uh, yeah, it just worked out great. Um, it's everything I wanted and more. They um, nailed it. Yeah, it's uh, just a traditional Northwest IPA. The color is fantastic. Um, Simcoe Mosaic Citra um, is prominent here. They use a little Columbus for bittering. Simple grain bill. I mean, nothing too complicated. Just real yeah. simple and awesome. Which is what is the epitome of great beer, right? Yeah, simplicity. Just, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, you throw too much crap in there. I mean, it gets to, yeah. It's just a classic home run on on the Northwest style. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, stoop and what? What is the name of this one? Stupidly wicked. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. That's good. Yeah. Stupidly yeah. And you, you were saying one of your goals was to bring them in here, and there are—it's uh, to my back, but there is multiple stoop 
Yeah, a lot of that is their fresh hop. So the fresh hop uh, harvest is, you know, traditionally mid-August, early September. And Mm -hmm. my biggest goal in getting them was to make sure I can get their fresh hop beer here from uh, from Washington. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, they're right next door to Yakima, three hours away. So they actually went to more farms, I think, than anybody else. So they have a ton of varieties. I made sure to get them all. And uh, I wanted to share them with everybody and and, uh, let them taste the difference and uh, kind of give the backstory of what uh, Fresh Hop is and what it's mean to me. Yeah. Um, so that's why you see them so prominently displayed there. But we've gotten um, a few different breweries now from Washington down here, mm. uh, which is not easy, by the way. Sure, uh, yeah. But we, we've done it. We've done it legally. Uh, yeah. It just takes some <laughs> yeah. time. Uh-huh. Where there's a will, there's a will. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that's, well, I, yeah. I want to point out to you that you'd mentioned there's there's multiple stoop beers in here. And I told you this is one of my, my stop-throughs. and. Just to give a shout out to your beer tenders and to let people know that you have people behind your bar, too, that are super passionate and knowledgeable. Because I came in here and I asked the beer tender, I said, hey, you know, what's good here? What's going on? What's new? She told me about the Fresh Hop series from Stoop, poured a couple samples, ultimately ended up giving me a flight, told me what her favorite was and could she knew more about beer than I did, which is great because I don't, you know. You know, educate me. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. when I when I show up to a place is an awesome experience to have. So I think that's a highlight of your of your venue as well, is that you have such great staff members that know what they're talking about. Yeah. It's not just pouring beer. We yeah, employ beer point. lovers, you know. Yeah. So um, and they're not too douchey about it and they, <laughs> that's <laughs> important. Yeah. That is they important. Don't, you know, try and, you know, uh, make it look like they know more than you. But if you want a suggestion, if you yeah. want an opinion, then they'll be happy to give it and they'll be yeah. happy to share, you know, why they think this certain way or mm-hmm. you know, why these ingredients are, you know, something that they like and why they think you'll enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll usually ask for a little feedback from you first to kind of see where you're your yeah. heads at and what you want to drink yeah and then they'll take it from there so but i've been very that's, blessed with that's so people. important in a tap room that you've got you know 40 different taps yeah. so you come yeah. in and you know yeah. let's break down the styles but you have someone who can lead you in the right direction as far as what your experience is some days you want to experiment some days you want your you know your favorite style and yeah, something yeah. clean something so yeah mm-hmm. I just they can to provide that and that's why we yeah. got so many darn taps is yeah. because mm-hmm. I just I want to have a different style for everybody because yeah. you've got you know your fruity people and your I drink Coors Light people and, mm-hmm. so, and your IPA guys so we need to make sure we have all of those bases covered yep um, we may not have you know 10 uh, fruity beers um, but you know we'll certainly have an option or two for you um, ciders you know, yeah I was gonna got, say I did see six know, bird cider meet up, up there, there I got too. a root beer Ooh, yeah. you know um, but you're primarily West Coast IPAs is generally yeah. going to be your first nine to eleven taps, and that's why I wanted to add another thirty behind it for everybody else. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because those first <laughs> yeah. are all for me. Yeah. Yes, yeah. 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 and those are the ones that I wanted to see at tap rooms around town that I haven't been able to. Yeah, um, I've got you know fifty different hazy options and yeah. uh, fifty different sours, and I, I want a good West Coast IPA. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I want. So I'm going to have the best variety of West Coast IPAs out of anybody. I'm still going to have the hazy, still going to have you know other stuff, but I'm going to have the best. So yeah. that's how I love you guys because yeah. that is my preferred style right now. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> this is uh, it, it's a great it's a great place to have right in my backyard. So thank you. Well, it highlights the uh, you know my 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 experience with beer scenes is pretty much limited to arizona right when i go on vacation places i know a little bit mm-hmm. um i've explored probably denver the most uh but i'm always trying to differentiate like what is what is different about you know 
Denver, and I noticed with Denver there's a lot of like uh, wild ales or spontaneous fermentation, which I really love. Right, mm-hmm. you don't see that a lot here, um, but. The, just the number of dry, uh, fresh hop beers that Stoop has tells you, like, we're there in the, like, the, the that, cradle of deal. hops or whatever, yeah. right? You know, whatever you call it. To ha- when Yakima's your neighbor, it's really yeah. easy yeah. to. Yeah. Well, it's like, okay, when a brewery comes out with a fresh hop IPA or a fresh hop beer, you're like, oh, dude, that's awesome. Yeah. When they come out with one. Correct. Right? You've got six, seven of them, eight, <laughs> well, I've right? Got, I've got 11 on draft right now. 11? Fre- well, yes. j- eight of them are just from Stoop themselves. Yeah, correct. From yeah. the same brewery. That's in, that and is And we've impressive. gotten as many as we could from yeah. Arizona. But, I mean, it is a whole different animal when you're doing you know, a fresh hop beer in Arizona. Because yeah. you're overnighting those hops. For sure. You know, from Yakima or wherever. And they got to get them into the kettle within 24 hours. So it's yeah. expensive. It's a pain in the ass. Um, and it's no wonder that maybe you get one a year. Yeah, exactly. So, But I commend the guys that have done it. Because uh, that's a big commitment on their part to be able to so do we, that sure. once a year. We're talking about vacations. I just got the idea of what this concept that you've created here is. Is This is a vacation away in your own hometown. So anybody Ooh. who's from Arizona, you can basically be teleported to a Pacific Northwest brewery scene mm-hmm. here. You guys have got the cheeses. You've got the pizza. Or I'm sorry, not the pizza. I'm on, on my brain. Flatbreads. The, the, the flatbreads. That's a, that's a pizza guy right yeah. there. He has you to are a pizza guy. Between the two. The, well, uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry to offend anybody. <laughs> this is a flatbread. <laughs> but you got the cheese. You got the beer here of of the Pacific Northwest and and the in the vibe with the industrial look and the the pint lounge. Um, I think it's an incredible experience for and people. And on the flip side, yeah. you have the home away from home from the people that are from Washington yeah. that are visiting or can find comfort here. Yeah, and yep. they can come back and they can get their clam chowder and they can get you know mm-hmm. their Seattle dog or whatever. So they've got a a home here that isn't necessarily at their house in Seattle. Yeah. yeah. You ever turn on like Sounds of the Rain on Spotify here <laughs> just so people can feel more comfortable? Uh, <laughs> no, I think but so. we do. You I know, post when it's raining outside <laughs> yeah. and like, look, we told you we're bringing the rain. Yeah. yeah. Well, when the music, I mean, it's it's a subtle thing, right? But I already heard, uh, you know, Chris Cornell. I heard Stained, which is very depressing, right? You know, so. Yeah. I mean, we try and keep it grungy here yeah. uh, within the theme. But, yeah, there was a point where I was doing only Pacific Northwest music, and I had about 1,100 songs. And, you know, after about three months in, yeah, like, okay. okay. Here it is again. Let's, yeah. let's mix it up a taste. Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. I can only listen to so much heart, you know. So yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's uh, you, you'll definitely hear, you know, Nirvana and you know, yeah, uh, less Soundgarden here and that kind of stuff. Well, so. oh, was that you know, just to kind of go off topic, I rarely go off topic, but I to, for somebody who grew up in Seattle. <laughs> I rolled my eyes when he said he goes off topic rarely. <laughs> I well, at least I, I admit yeah. to it rarely. Yes. But uh, so growing up in Seattle with the grunge scene, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, just by looks alone, I can tell you and I are about the similar age, right? The grunge scene. Uh, what was that like? Uh, yeah. Were I you remember, a, were you a I remember grunger? getting um, a uh, tape, a cassette tape from a buddy of mine in uh, college. Uh, with uh, these guys high-fiving on the front, and I'm like, what the hell is this? And I played it, and I'm like, this is, this is garbage. Like, nobody's, <laughs> nobody's ever going to buy this. this. This is not heavy. This is not... And then three weeks later, is my favorite band. So Pearl Jam 10, obviously, uh, iconic yeah, album. Yeah. 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 Uh, and then from there, because I was always into heavy music, uh, okay. embarrassingly, but, uh, you know... Like, and, and like thrash metal, like... 
Uh, yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. I was into, all right, so I was into, like, Pantera and stuff like that, yeah. and I got into, like, okay. like DSI. Like, that was kind of the, like, it was like, dang, that's oh, dark. So you that's know. Dark. I, I know. I, okay. I felt that was the path. Yeah, so that down. never went away. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I did take a turn with the grunge because, you know, I mean, with, uh, you know, Nirvana and uh, Alice yeah. in Chains and that kind of stuff. I mean, it was just so good, and there was... It was so heavy in the right way. Yeah. Um, but it wasn't a direct line to what I was normally listening to. It was outside of the box a little bit, and I just fell in love with all of it. So yeah. I even have Pearl Jam on my mural back here. So Nice. But, yeah. Well, I love the mural. Let's, let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. Like, that, is, uh, that is a beautifully made mural. Yeah, my uh, niece uh, is a graphic designer, and uh, we kind of told her the imagery and the ideas uh, that we wanted in there. So after about 10 different revisions of different things, she was able to uh, put this together for us, and then we had a local uh, guy install it for us. But, uh, yeah, it's got a little bit of everything. So it's kind of a progression from Arizona to the Northwesty um, deal. But you got little bits and pieces of... Uh, Things that are still around, some that aren't, uh, some that only people my age would recognize. And, but it's pretty striking when you first walk in, certainly yeah, if you're from I'm the looking, Northwest. I, I've yeah. looked at it multiple times, but I'm catching just little little subtleties in there. Like mm-hmm. I see the the Nike check under the Tillamook cheese sign. I'm like, that's yep, right, yep. Nike's based Oregon. on it. Oh, yeah, Oregon, yeah. yeah. Right? Rainier Mountain, of course. Yeah, the, the one that really throws people is the, the bubble. So uh, back in the World's Fair, when they built the... Seattle Center, they had the center house, which was right in the middle of it, and they used to have an elevator that would go up and down one floor, and it would carry like 100 plus people in this elevator, and it was a big ass bubble. Yeah, <laughs> just a bubble. And my parents used to take me there um, I think early 80s, and I always wanted to go in the bubble, go in the bubble, because it would just go up real slow and go down real slow. But, uh, so that's the bubble later, that's what they called it. The bubble later. The bubble later from the Seattle Center, back in the day, they don't have that anymore. And then we've got a couple of clowns inside. Let's see, what are the clowns? Yeah, the cl- so clowns PBS, I think out, every Sunday, <laughs> used to watch uh, J.P. Patches and his uh, sidekick, Gertrude. Um, so they're floating in the bubble later on the Puget Sound. Yeah. So... I love. Well, before we got to take a break here yep. in a second, get some refills. Um, but there's so much more to talk about that wall itself and, and everything. It, it's just I don't know if you guys did this or you had a designer, but the way that everything just flows together, like it's. This is beautifully done. It really is. Like you, you, you do well, just the color tones alone take you to somewhere. You feel five degrees cooler. And you know? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. subtlety too. We have the subtleties of everything being wrapped together. Uh, it, it frustrated me a little bit when we came in here the last time. It, I think the Cardinals just lost to the Seahawks, but I look at the tap handles and I'm like, <laughs> the tap handles are Seahawk colors. Ah, uh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Oh, yeah. And it's like it just. What you guys have done here to, I'll say it again, to, to bring in people of Arizona, give them the Pacific Northwest feel, or people who want to come in here and have a piece of home here. It's, it's incredible what you guys have yeah. done from every little nuance, even if it is Siak colored tap handles. <laughs> Thank you for noticing. <laughs> yeah, uh, everything you're, you're, you're looking at um, has had a lot of thought put into it, so we didn't throw anything together here. Um, yeah, it was a long time in the planning, so well, my wife is responsible for like 99 percent of it so. they usually are they usually are <laughs> they yeah. usually are yeah well hopefully um uh you can be responsible for getting us another beer Absolutely. <laughs> 100%. uh we'll pause here for a second and uh, we'll be back uh because i've got some so many questions i, I, I want to talk about that mm-hmm. which i think is one of the coolest things i've ever seen you see these things on 
beer menus, uh, ABV, IBUs. You rarely see SRM, mm -hmm. uh, but what a fun way to kind of play that out, and we'll get that in a second. Perfect. But uh, let's get another fresh hop. Beer, yeah, right? 100%. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> well, we have uh, our second beer yes. of the day. Number two. <laughs> Who does this number is, two uh, work for? Which is actually number four. The single hop citra. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Uh, so Ooh, it yeah. is the uh, the fresh hop fiend from uh, Stoop. And none of us have tried this yet, right? Uh, you cannot get this anywhere but I, here. I was joking because Stephen already tasted it. No, I didn't. Oh. I, I learned my lesson the first time. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. <laughs> well, you're watching a, a growth process here. Okay? You're doing great. I learned. You're yes. doing great. Yes. So okay. So this is what? What did you call it? The what of hops? Oh man. This is Stephen? the fresh hop fiend from uh, Stoop up but, in. Uh, God, that's good. Ballard. He called uh, Citra the what? Because everybody talks about it's Citra. It's like right? the uh, Citra's, in my opinion, of the experiences I've had with craft beer, which is drinking a lot of it and talking to people about it. But uh, <laughs> Citra seems to be like the MVP or like the most valuable or the most people put it on a pedestal, the Citra. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not because it's Citrus. Mm -hmm. It's it's the name of the hop, but it's just the aroma is intoxicating. The flavor is amazing. Yeah. Um, that's why everybody kind of gravitates to this hop. But it just... Really pulls everything together, and uh, you can never go wrong. If you see citra on that menu, I would just order yeah. it. Or single, single hop citra. I know anytime yeah. I see single you hop really citra. really want to taste like, what citra is, mm -hmm. yeah, single hop citra. So these are all these all these fresh hops are single hop? Uh, they use, or they, are they, that's just kind of like the yeah, highlight? Yeah, so the, the, the hop that you're seeing displayed is the fresh hop. There okay. might be something else in there for bittering purposes or you know yeah. that kind of thing, but but it's the star of the but, but the, the star mix. is gonna then the fresh hop will be the one that's listed on there. So this one is the Citra nine hundred and ninety nine IBUs. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, 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 yeah. I was looking at like I, wow, I, all I'm, of them. I'm but, told uh, that you cannot measure IBUs on a fresh hop beer, mm. so Untapped uh, doesn't really. I would allow say it's not overpoweringly thing, so. bitter at no. all. No, no. I think there's a – I still need to learn more about IBUs because I've talked to people about that, right? Like the Lost Highway Double Black IPA, right? Which you just got, yeah. You Love just got, that beer. Yeah. Oh, that was one of the ones that really got me into this whole thing was like, yeah. dude, like this is incredible. There's like – there's depth to it. And then you start learning about Mother Road and the story. Um, but the IBUs on that's like 100. Yeah. Right? You don't think of that as a, a hoppy beer, but it's it's the – it's the way uh, they put it all together. It's a good hundred. Yeah. 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 What's well, a perceived bitterness and all that yeah. shit that I don't know about? You know, I need to learn more, dude. <laughs> you get to be a Cicerone? Yeah. Yeah. Cicerone? I'm a certified beer server, which I barely made. But, you know, that's how I've made it through life is barely making it. But yeah. I made it, you know. Uh, so, no, this is incredible to have all of these. And in, 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 I would recommend this to anybody. And I saw it. You had it. This has been going on for, what, about three weeks now? Uh, this, the yeah. Fresh Hop mm -hmm. uh, Fest. I just – I got – a, uh, big kegs of it yeah, because yeah. I didn't want to like I just didn't want it to go away I just I just want to have it for as long as I could and I knew once we kick these kegs I'll never get it back for yeah. you know till next year so I just wanted to embrace this for as long as possible so, so this is a destination for you guys if you're listening to this and ah, I told him I'm like this might not be out for a month so it might all be gone by then uh, but yeah, uh, we'll keep an eye, goes, keep an yeah. eye on, on these guys we've got 11 left right now I think we started with about 18 uh, fresh hop beers. Okay. Um, I don't know of anybody else that's doing that. You know, I just, I really, it was important to me that we had the most fresh hop beers yeah. in Arizona. I don't know why that was a big deal for me, but I just, I needed to do that. Yeah. And, uh, it was a personal goal of mine opening this place. And I think we, we hit the mark. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, okay, so we'll back up a little bit. Let's let's uh, talk about like the. So you guys were kind of questioning your path a little bit, right? Kind of figuring out where, where you guys are going to go career wise, and mm-hmm. right, wh- where did it come up? Like, you know what? Let's. Uh, well, how did you get to Arizona? Let's let's start with that. <clears throat> so my father. Uh, always looking for the perfect place to live. I mean, that was just what he did all through his life. And yeah. uh, he would travel to different places, Mexico and, uh, you know, and, uh, you know, he found Arizona, um, Prescott in particular to be the best all around climate. So his plan was to move there one day, but his step one was to just get to Arizona. So yeah. he moved to Sun Lakes, um, 10 plus years ago and we would fly down to visit him. And uh, we would come down all the time. And, yeah. And, and the more we came down, the more we just kind of fell in love with Arizona. You know, growing up in the Northwest, you wake up to gray skies. It's constant drizzle. I didn't know that there was anything else out there. Sure. Uh, and then I would come down here and I would stay for a week. I'm like, my whole outlook has changed. The you climate, wake up the climate with stability a blue here. sky yeah. every day. Yeah. Who does that? Yeah. Um, I could live here. So, um, yeah, we said uh, one day we're going to move there. And uh, it just happened sooner than later. And, uh, yeah, the kids were on board. We bribed them with a pool, which most people do when they're <laughs> moving from Washington. I'm like, if you yeah. come with us and we rip you out of high school, at least you have a pool. And we're like, yeah. we're in. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, about four years ago we moved down. But it was because of my dad. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's just, interesting that he found. Because I've heard that before. Like, I've heard, you know, you, there's all of these lists of, like, this and that. I know Reader's Digest named, like, the town next to the town I grew up in as, like, the best place to live in the country. Yeah. Like, you they didn't mention my town which was like, like do not go east like don't go east into east palestine uh but uh but i've heard that about prescott like it's that balance of it, it I, I actually read something where like the ideal climate in the u.s is in yuma like it's like as far as like the the temperatures and all this stuff yuma. yeah I've, I've, drum, I've driven through it but you know that's where that, there's that asterisk like Climate alone. Fun little story. <laughs> Climate alone. Climate alone. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Coach in high school sports, we've been out to Yuma. Fun little story. <clears throat> their high school is the Yuma Criminals because part of their high school is in the old prison. The old prison. Prison Hill. Well, the brewery is Prison Hill. There we go. Yeah. That's smart. So anyways, <laughs> so far, yeah. But the, there's like a cop car that'll drive around the track on you know Friday nights for football Dude. and stuff. It's, it's wild. It's different. It's different. It's different. It's yeah. Different. Well, so Prescott, I've heard that. Like the, the, just that balance of because it, it's it gets that winter, you get the frost, mm-hmm. you get that cold in the morning, but then, you know, it's 55 degrees out at noon and you're sitting on the patio in a t-shirt and jeans drinking a beer. Yeah. You know, it's that bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so he knew what the hell. He, so that's interesting out of all the places. Cause it doesn't sound like it's like he found his favorite in Arizona. He found it like everywhere. Like yeah. He, he looked everywhere. He looked and, everywhere. And, uh, he said out of all the places that he had been to over the years, this was the spot. So his home base, his, his setup was uh, sun lakes. And then he would go up to Prescott and look at different properties and I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Um, ultimately stayed in Sun Lakes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was just probably too much of a pain in the ass. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it's close enough, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it, you know, what is it? Hour and a half, two hours? Something? Where is Sun Lakes? I was acting the whole time like I knew. Uh, Sun Lakes. North, <laughs> Northwest Valley. We're uh, south of Chandler. Oh, I mean, yep. it's just. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. 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 Close to here. Close to here. Close to here. Yeah, yeah. Probably twenty minutes to Sun Lakes. So, uh, so you guys decide to move out, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Banking, still in the banking uh, realm. Uh, No, no. I was uh, in the car business. The car business, yes. Yeah, and then um, she was uh, 
working for uh, her father at the time. And then uh, once we decided to move out, um, she left there and then started um, working here as a business manager for a furniture uh, store. Okay. And uh, I started working at a local dealership here, uh, which is, you know, it's very easy to find a, a dealership spot. I sure. Mean, you know, yeah. I, we had no concerns about finding a job here. So I knew if we moved down here, I could get a job yeah. you know, in five minutes, uh, which I did. And uh, so we just continued to do that. And uh, we just decided, you know, this is the best place to kind of do what I always wanted to do, yeah. uh, which was be in this business in some way. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the typical guy that's been home brewing for, you know, in his kitchen for 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> always had the dream of a brewery. Do I want to invest my life savings into a brewery with my five recipes or do I want to highlight everybody else's awesomeness and, um, and then maybe bring that Pacific Northwest amazing beer here and highlight that what's the better business plan. And it kind of speaks for itself. So, um, yeah, Uh, brewery maybe, um, but love this idea more right now for us. And I love the sense of community you guys have created here too. I was talking to Christine earlier and she was, we were talking about the mug club. Mm -hmm. You guys started a mug club here and I think she said you guys sold out of the annual membership of the mug club (laughs) in like three days. And I'm like, to be embraced by your surrounding community, that had to have been like, yeah, we're in the right spot. Uh, Well, I mean, a lot of that is true. I would say three days since we opened, but what you didn't know is we sold the first half before we opened. So these are people that were just trusting in what we were going mm-hmm. to be and yeah. what we were going to offer. Um, and uh, I didn't think anybody would buy any, honestly, yeah. Yeah. Uh, because <laughs> you very rarely see mug clubs down here, certainly at uh, tap rooms. Uh, but in Washington, I mean, every brewery's got a mug club. Yeah. It's just yeah. the deal, you know, you you're a mug club member if you're lucky enough to get in. Yeah. And I was a member uh, at one point, I think three or four different mug clubs and you walk in there like you're the man. Yeah. You know, like I'm a boss. That's mine on the wall over there. Yeah. Stiff arm babies. Shout out to uh, Marty and Lord Bryce. Your your mugs are are famous right now. Ah, Lord Bryce. What a name to pick, right? Yeah, so you do, you get an extra three and a half ounces. You get your name engraved on there. Uh, If you opt not to renew, you get to take the mug home. You get the special Brew Army t-shirt. You get you know, discounts, you get to go to VIP uh, events, that kind of thing. So it's fun, man. And uh, yeah, we sold out uh, right after we opened. Uh, We got a waiting list of another 60 people. I had to cut off the waiting list. I mean, it's just ridiculous. That's awesome. (laughs) People keep saying, well, just add more mugs. I'm like, I don't want a whole bar of mugs. Yeah, for sure. There's a certain spot. There's a certain, you know... um, you want to make people want it a little bit. Yeah. So you can't have 500 mugs. It's not a club if everybody's in it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, but yeah, it's, uh, it's been working out great and our regulars are fantastic and our mug club guys. And, you know, they were on our, um, we, we brought a couple of them in for our, our Fox 10, uh, news shoot. And, uh, you know, they were our props, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, but they're game for anything. You yeah. Know, our mug clubbers, are, uh, our brew army guys. Yeah. They're, they're game for anything. So, well, I love to, like we were talking, I was going to point this out earlier, uh, is that SRM mm-hmm. chart, right? So it's rare that you actually see SRM on a, on a, uh, draft list, mm-hmm. right? So what was the reason for, first of all, for 
put in that. So have you ever gone into a brewery or a tap room and looked at a description of a beer that you've never had before and it looks amazing and yeah. they pour it for you and $8 later you have a beer in your hand and they're like, this isn't what I was thinking this was going to be. Yes, I have been there. Okay. Yeah. Why is that this, why is this Pilsner black or All whatever. the time. Yeah, yeah. So I wanted to make sure that people understood what they were getting into yeah. when they ordered the beer. So there was no mystery. I want you to know what the color is, what the bitterness is going to be. I want you to know, you know, uh, what the ABV is going to be. Yeah. And that SRM chart, uh, standard reference method, is something that I can't speak for brewers, but at least home brewers, we use that to um, understand what color our beer is going to be when we're done. Yeah. And so <clears throat> every menu item that I have up there next to the IPUs, I have the SRM numbers. So you can look at the number, you can match it up to the wall, and you can see exactly what your color is going to be. Yeah. So there's no mystery. You're never going to say, this is not what I wanted. Yeah. Um, and, of course, I always drink the beer anyways. I mean, nobody uh, doesn't drink the beer, but, I mean, uh, it's nice to know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. And I wanted to give that to people because that was something I was always missing when I went to a tap room or a sure. brewery or something like that get a raspberry sour right and you're like why is it 48 <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? like I, if you know you're into it like okay all right cool this is gonna be this is gonna be a little bit different like when but, i order my west coast ipas i know where i want it to be and my head understands yeah. where it should be correct and there's a lot of but places out there that the, don't. N- the new age west coast where it's like wait a second this is more Hazy. Yeah, if yeah. you have a hazy and it's a number one, yeah. uh, we're not talking the same language. So I just wanted to make sure everybody knew what they were getting. Yeah, into. heck yeah. I told you the Pacific <laughs> Northwest, the, this IPA style is my favorite at the moment. Yeah. But I have been duped by seeing on a can or in a brewery where it says West Coast Pale Ale all and, the time. And you pour it and you're oh, just yeah. like, Oh yeah, <laughs> nope. I'm not going to nice. name any names, but there's a couple Psych. coming to mind that yeah. do that to me every time. So I've learned, yes, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so that's great for the consumer to be able to come in here, yeah, and use that chart. And it's too. very nerdy. I mean, ninety percent uh, of the people don't look at that, but I mean, you know, for that ten percent, I want to make sure I got that for you because that's that's me. I would have a fun time of like once I get it to match it up. Then like you know, yeah, you could play a game of it. I was like, I'm not going to look at the SRM. Mm-hmm. Once you guess which one, you is should this. see me back in the in the cooler matching up all the SRMs because I mean most of the time they don't put it in their description, so uh, I've got to figure it out. Yeah, you know, but yeah, I would challenge you to take the beer, hold it up, and uh, see if I'm doing my job right. Put them on, nice. on blast. Don't too, do it on sure. camera. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, well, so Stephen, right? You're, this is this is one of your neighborhood spots, right? This is it. This uh, is it. You're a food guy as well. I am pizza and flatbreads and right? flatbreads. Yep. <laughs> so, I heard that there's a, a cougar cheese. Tell me a little bit about Coug- the cougar. What is cougar cheese? cheese? Yeah. So it is something that's done. From my understanding, at uh, Washington State University or the outskirts, um, mm. you can only get it there. We have it, we have it shipped in, um, and uh, it's a real sharp white cheddar mm-hmm. um, that, yeah, you can only get from there. And people from Washington love that stuff. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cougar Gold. And it comes in, like, big-ass canisters. And uh, every time we have uh, some folks, you know, come down from Seattle, we have mm-hmm. them bring us some. And it's just it's amazing, and it lasts forever. Uh, but yeah, the flavor is fantastic. So yeah. we have that on our Coog flatbread. I love that. 
I what do you get that. here? What do you What do you order when you come here? So I've got, I do the flatbreads. Okay, okay. <laughs> <You know what? laughs> of course he does. Yeah. <laughs> what else is he gonna I'm exclusively pizza or flatbreads, or you know any. That's any, not any, true. Any other no. form of uh, shape of pizza rolls, bagel bites, flatbreads, our wings calzones. are bolis, calzones. Yeah. I do you think, had the wings before. Yeah, I think one of my buddies who came in got the wings. I commandeered one. Yeah, tried it. It was yeah, they're really good. Yeah, the Marionberry is probably our most I think that's popular what, yeah. one. I think yeah. That's what it was. So, well, what is it? To talk about the food menu a little bit. It, it, it is uh, Pacific Northwest inspired as well. Yeah, I mean we're Pacific Northwest bar, so I mean yeah, it's all the way down to you know the decor, the bar top, the you know the what tasters is the bar top? And, and the food. I mean for sure. the bar top. That, that's something that stood out to me when you have that like uh, yeah, so what is that the live edge or that's whatever. That's a call live it. edge bar top. We had that shipped down from a, a forest in Washington. Nice. And, um, the first one they broke actually. So uh, <laughs> this is the second one. Came out a little darker, which is a lot cooler in my opinion. But uh, yeah, not your standard bar top. No. But yeah, that's Washington for you. I mean, you know, you basically. Sitting at uh, at a tree. That's so cool. I didn't. I guess from Tumwater. Yeah. Tell you the more and more I look around, like I, it was like the bar top. Why are we looking? Oh, that's why we're looking at the bar top. Like the the detail. Yeah. In this place is insane. Yeah. It's insane. Well, you know what? That that's a really good point because that's something that stuck out to me, and I meant to bring it up a couple times, and and that kind of triggered this is the commitment to to the concept. Right, because mm-hmm. I feel like some places you can kind of go in with this, like, oh, here's we're gonna do this, we're gonna do this, it could be completely different than you go in, like, that's no different, right? Yeah. It's different logo, right? Yeah. But it's it's all just it's the same thing, just kind of mixed up. This is different, like this is this is this is everything nice here job has a committing story. To, yeah, um, yeah, and we're, we're majority Pacific Northwest. I mean, I can point to stuff and I can tell you about it, but yeah, a lot of the roots are all from Pacific Northwest, which is kind of highlighted in our logo you know, with the roots. Um, but, uh, yeah, no, it's a lot of attention uh, to make sure we're true to form. Yeah. I didn't want to be just a normal tap room. Uh, that was not exciting for me whatsoever. I wanted to be something that brought that Northwest experience here yeah. uh, for everybody in Arizona to embrace and, uh, you know, people that are from there to be able to come and, again, feel like they're home away from home. Yeah, yeah. I think you guys have absolutely hit the mark, and this is <clears> – <throat> I, I can't explain enough how much I, I like this place. And you guys have raised the bar for other tap rooms. You said, you know, you no want to <laughs> raise the bar. Yes. I mean, it's it. You guys, when I, I mean, I, we go into tap rooms all over town, all over the state. And it's, this is truly unique. And that's why it was so important for me to, to reach out to you guys and get Eric on board and be like, we got to come down here. We have yeah. to highlight wicked rain because it is, it's built different. And I think it's a great way to show anybody else who's trying to get into the business of tap rooms is do it the right way or yeah. do it with passion. And you guys, in every single detail around this place, it is. We were trying stunning. to do like a cross between a brewery and a swanky steakhouse. Okay. You know, that mm-hmm. was kind of yeah. our deal. So when you come in at night, the lights are dim, we got the candles going bathrooms killer um you know the music low i mean it's just a real is, cool like, cozy swanky experience the couches are plush you know so you're not coming into this loud like i'm sitting on you know hard wood and it's bright and it's freaking loud i yeah. mean we just didn't want that you know that's down the street yeah 
we wanted to be something a little different. We're either the, the pre-party or the after-party. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of what we wanted to bring to people. And um, I, think, I think it worked out well. Yeah. You know? and, and in the transitions to the outdoor, too. So the outdoor patio, same way, you know, with the fire pits and the lighting and, you know, that kind of stuff. So that was really important to us. We just didn't want to open up shop and have beer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So. I dig that. I dig that. Yeah. Uh, so just the fact that you guys have stoop, uh, you got the fresh hops now, but, it, but year round you have stoop exclusively in Arizona. Yes. Right? We have yeah. uh, stoop. We also have black Raven, which oh, just yes. came down, which okay. is huge in Washington. Yeah. Amazing brewery. Um, we spent a lot of time with them, uh, up in, excuse me, Washington about a month ago. Uh, Bo, the owner, is fantastic. Uh, they really embraced us and, uh, you know, showed us around. Uh, just yeah. crazy facility, 40,000-plus square feet, just uh, ballers. Um, but, yeah, we spent the day with those guys, and their beer is fantastic. Um, so we've got them rotating in as well. I think we've got a couple of theirs on draft right now. Um, a lot of uh, winter beer coming uh, from them that okay. we're going to be throwing on. So a lot of seasonal specialty stuff. Uh, from Stoop and Black Raven, we've got uh, two or three that have just gotten licensed that we're about ready to bring down. Nice. So we're excited about those guys. Heck yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's kind of what we're doing. I mean, that's we're just contacting breweries. We're selling the idea of what we're putting together here, and we're bringing them down. Yeah, you know, and uh, you know, we we love the Arizona beer, so we want to make sure we highlight that too and yep. give them their space on the board because i love the breweries here um but you know getting those guys down here and, and really sharing that experience with uh arizona is pretty much what we do all day yeah <laughs> i do and well I, I don't know of anybody else that does that because no. like i said it's a pain in the ass to do but it's worth it you know? yeah yeah well i was about to bring up the food and the oh yeah she's, she's bringing the food she's out right now food out. Uh, well so there's a couple things Quick questions, and we'll wrap this thing up because this has been incredible. Uh, but I'm gonna eat some of that food. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what is what is uh, Seattle style teriyaki? Because I love teriyaki. I didn't know there was a Seattle. Style. So, what we found here, one of the things um, when we first moved here, when we were visiting, was the, the teriyaki places here are kind of big chains, and uh, in Washington. Um, Every corner has a mom and pop teriyaki okay. spot. So, um, and you couldn't find that here, and um, we wanted to kind of replicate that because it had a certain style of um, chicken. That's it. That's it, it had a certain flavor of sauce. Uh, it had a certain dressing. It was served a certain way. So it's always served in the styrofoam. Um, that's that's the proper serving um, correct platter. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's not to go. That's for here. So it doesn't taste the same if it's on a plate. <laughs> it's got to be in the styrofoam. Yeah. Um, the sauce is going to be a bit thicker. It's going to be a bit sweeter. Um, your dressing for the salad. Uh, come on. Jeez. I thought he was going to feed me. I was going to baby bird me a little bit. But. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, the folks from Seattle definitely know what the Seattle style is. And if you haven't had it, uh, you'll be able to tell the difference yeah. from Arizona versus here. So uh, we were doing it every day in the beginning, and then it got to be too cumbersome. And so we're, we do teriyaki Tuesdays now. So okay. if you're sick of yeah. tacos, yeah. get teriyaki on Tuesdays. That's really good. It's good, right? <laughs> it's very good. Uh, let, me, uh, let me get that little Yeah, here, right give it a shot, Eric. <laughs> I, see, I see the uh, <laughs> That is piece. so good. Thank you. 
Oh, jeez. Oh. You're getting it. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm messing around. Dang. <laughs> that was good. Right. And I like the, the presentation of it and everything. Yeah. That's half the battle right there is that presentation. You want to make sure you get that right. Because if we served it on a plate, it'd just be like anybody else's teriyaki. Oh, see, that's so. good. And that, being a pizza flatbread guy, this, could, this would get my significant other in the door, too. And we do sell out of it, so Teriyaki Tuesday. We only make certain Teriyaki amount Tuesdays. of portions. Yesterday we sold out about six o'clock, so okay. Uh, get here early. I'll make can. a couple phone calls, yeah, and then we'll get down here. Uh, and we do take out, <laughs> so if you want to grab a couple on your way, yes. work, you know, we can do that for you. That's my favorite is doing uh, the doing the takeout thing and just <sighs> saying it's taking longer or forgetting to order until I get to the bar. <laughs> well, you know how that works. <laughs> they right? lost my order. You know, you place your order five minutes uh, away from the bar, yeah, and then you come and you drink for half an hour, yeah. waiting, honey. I'm waiting for uh, the yeah, order. It's, food's coming up. I can't help how long it takes. Yeah. She's listening. <laughs> These are we'll secret. These are top secret. <laughs> husband. Week. Yes. Oh, I'm, I'm in. Yeah. It's the fresh hops, man. We are. Fresh hops. <laughs> yeah. Truth serum. Uh, but no, Tony, nice job with this place, man. This is fantastic. Uh, well, there was another thing I was going to ask you about. It was Ooh. the chowder, right? Like, or, mm. or no, the dog and the chowder. Ivers clam chowder. Yeah. We get that uh, again. You know, Ivers. Ivers. Ivers, okay. Is, is Iconic that like a, clam chowder from okay. Washington. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Seattle Dog, uh, you know, when you're drunk, Capitol Hill, you know, somewhere. Seattle Dog uh, is uh, <laughs> cream cheese, right? one o'clock in the morning. There's always a dog cart out front uh, yeah. somewhere. And, uh, yeah, Seattle Dog is uh, cream cheese, grilled onions, and uh, Polish dog. Dang. It's yeah. awesome. I did not know about this. Dude, I need to get to the Pacific and Northwest. If it sounds I'm here, gross, right? Hold on. just taste it. Yeah, no, no it's amazing. it doesn't sound gross at all. That's up my alley. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, Seattle all Dog, right. Ivers, uh, the Marionberry Wings, uh, Marionberry from Oregon. You know, so we really try and stay true to form on the menu in terms yeah. of Pacific Northwest. So. And then the teriyaki is our uh, it's our highlight. So yeah, that's a bad boy. So if you love, if you want, if you want a taste of Seattle with sunshine, come Correct. on down to Wicked Rain Look at that. Uh, and Gilbert. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No man, this is this is fantastic. Nice job with this place, Stephen. Thanks for for continuing to to encourage us to get this put together. Yeah, man. yeah. Love yeah. It. I'm glad yeah. we did it. Um, there's more food over there, yeah, so there's, there's, uh, if that is any indication. <laughs> oh, uh, Beecher's Mac and Cheese. That's another oh, banger. What yeah. is that? Beecher's Mac and Cheese, yeah, that's a Seattle thing too. So yeah. it's just this thick and creamy mac. Uh, we do uh, uh, baked breadcrumbs on the top yeah. and uh, throw it in the oven, and it's phenomenal. Do you know? Um, do you know George Frazier? Have you heard of Frazier's? F. F-R-A-S-H-E-R. So he used to have a, uh, it was Frazier's Tavern or something on Scottsdale Road for like 20 years. Mm. Now he has Frazier's Smokehouse. Uh, now he has a Frazier's Tavern in Old Town. He has, uh, there's a Miss Chicken, I think. It's, anyways, he's a restaurateur. He's been here since like the mid-90s from St. Louis. But a lot, so a lot of what he does out here is he gets like the St. Louis cheese shipped here, right? Okay. He, he gets a uh, specific uh, ravioli that yeah. his mom like flies out once a month and she brings boxes. So she bring, he brings St. Louis to Phoenix and that sounds like it's the same. It's like, it's, you're not replicating it. Like you're like, no, no one does it that better than Beecher's. Let's bring in Beecher's, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. No, we're not trying to reinvent anything here. Yeah. I mean, we know what's good. We're just going to get it here and sell it. 
Yeah. You know? I mean, we're not trying to redo anything. Toshi's Teriyaki is uh, one of the best teriyaki spots ever yeah. in Seattle, winning a million awards, and we get their sauce. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if you know what's good, why are we going to, you know, yeah. screw with it? So, yeah. Do people come in sometimes? Have you had that? They're like, oh, shit, dude, you got, you got Toshi's? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, like, I my say boy. the word Toshi's, and their eyes just like, yeah. what? Yeah. So, yeah. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we lost video. At the, it's, the camera couldn't keep up with this uh, amazing conversation. So, uh, tapped out. Yeah. Yeah. So, Tony, once again, thank you so much. Uh, thank you to your team here. Your wife, uh, what's her name? Catherine. Catherine. Catherine, thank you for working her ass. She, she made sure that she didn't get in front of the camera. Yeah, uh, I saw that. This actually could yeah, be the perfect opportunity. We could tell her that the camera's off. And, no, nah, she didn't want to get on the microphone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome dude well thank you so much um i think i'm gonna try one more beer uh it, i want to try one of those black ravens yeah the, the oh yeah sure. yeah i got to but uh tony thanks again dude yeah, man. appreciate sure. it man appreciate go. it yeah. how do people find you uh what's the website uh you can go to wickedrain.com and then um yeah we're on all the social pages uh, excellent facebook instagram the whole deal so Awesome. Tony, I appreciate you, dude. It's a, yeah. I love this place. This is great. I'm glad we were able to make this happen. Absolutely, yeah. man.